hey, hey, we're back on Bridging the Gap. I'm Kendra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here today to do a little bit of an intro episode. We're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves, what we do, um, where we're at, and then we're going to talk about uh, one of the biggest issues we have in the industry today. So, you want to take it away? Yes, I'll do the honors. Um, again, my name is Caitlin Quinlan. I am 21 years old, and I'm attending Colorado State University, majoring in animal science, and I'm a junior this year, so we're getting through. <laughs> and I'm Kendra. Um, I'm 20. I'm a junior here at, at CSU, majoring in animal sciences. Um, I'm currently pre-vet, but we'll see if that lasts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are we... Gosh, school. I feel like that's something that contains our lives right now. Yeah. Um, Monday through Friday, that's all we do here. Um, we occasionally have fun on the weekend, and then it takes us a few days to recover. So, um, yeah, Colorado State's a good school. We've had some issues just in terms of getting back into things after COVID and uh, really getting our college experience, but this is the year that we've had that initial experience, I feel like, and it's been good. It's good to be here and um, obviously spend it with Kendra. <laughs> we are roommates, so it's been fun. Yeah, I think that's that's a big issue they've been having university-wide, especially with, like, clubs. Um, you know, participation has been been a little low since coming back from from COVID and I think we've seen especially in the ag college we've had a, a bit of a difficult time just getting students involved and getting people excited to do things and wanting to be um, involved in those clubs and and see what we do here in the industry and so I think that's one of the biggest things we're struggling with right now but of course finals week is next week so good luck to everybody with that because I know I'm a little nervous but we need all the help we can get. <laughs> yep, yep. So one of the biggest things that we, you know, wanted to discuss today was um, an issue that, you know, we see even in our own school, um, and that is advocacy within this industry. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues with consumer misconceptions, and, you know, we were just talking about, what was it, like 5% of people thought that chocolate milk comes from brown cows yep so I think you know that's that's a big thing that we run into and we've seen it even within our own little small world in the um across campus but I think widespread um we have a bit of an issue with advocacy for our industry oh most definitely um Kenner, I didn't know if you knew this but when I first came to CSU I thought they were known for their agricultural program and animal science especially. And oh, I don't know who we were talking to, but um, the School of Ag is one of the smallest colleges within our university, and I just thought that was crazy um, given that I they, they do have a good program here and mm -hmm. um, we need to get it back up yeah. into yep. College of Ag. Yes. I feel like that's... Not, I'm not saying more beneficial, but definitely our cup of tea. So, mm -hmm. well, I know even for me coming in, I went in for, you know, they have a a great pre vet program here, um, great vet school, and obviously I wanted to be in the college vag, um, 
but it's it's been interesting just to see. I mean, we have amazing facilities. We have Ardeck and, you know, the Meat Lab, and we have all these opportunities, and I just feel like our involvement is so low, so low. Yeah. Well, I think that starts from a administrative level, too. Mm-hmm. We've had some issues this year with just advisors and them stepping down, and we basically had to figure out our whole life yep. plan, if you want to call that. Um, so that's a little frustrating. I feel like we've been stripped of some opportunities, but that's not stopping us from putting ourselves out there and trying to find any opportunity to advocate and kind of drill our path mm-hmm. for for the future. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've seen, especially with Block and Bridal, just our involvement is so low. I mean, it's basically the officer team and and a couple students and so just you know trying to get the word out there and trying to get some new clubs up and started and get people back on track I think COVID kind of set us all back in in that you know we got used to doing everything online and involvement was pretty low because it had to be which is understandable but COVID's pretty under control nowadays and and it's just something we're gonna have to live with and so just getting people back back into the swing of things has been has been a little rough yeah Yep, I agree. Um, I'm in the Farm Bureau Club of Young Farmers and Ranchers, and um, I think that's a great advocacy school, whoa, (laughs) tool to start. Um, We just had our annual meeting back in mm, October? No. November? Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Um, And that was just a really great event. like county Sophie's Sophie's Kinder's dog (laughs) she's come to join us (laughs) she would like to be involved in in our little podcast here (laughs) um anyway members of the Farm Bureau of all ages across the board um from several different counties come to this meeting and I thought that was just a really great opportunity to see kind of what happens um behind the scenes of Farm Bureau and in terms of policy and what young farmers and ranchers are doing to advocate for the industry and become the next leaders of of ag. So, I don't know. I just really appreciate that these clubs are still trying, and um, I'm glad that we've stepped into that opportunity to uh, join these clubs and get involved. Yes, I agree. And I think that, you know, if you guys have any clubs that you would like to advertise, we'd be more than happy to shout them out. Um, I know we mentioned Block and Bridal and obviously Farm Bureau. Um, we're also trying to get a Cattlemen's Association club together on campus. Um, but yeah, just trying to get everybody back up and running has been it's been a little little slow, but we're getting there. Yeah, I think it's important for us to reach out to people outside of Ag mm-hmm. because I feel like those numbers kind of outweigh us and um, if we're able to go out and clarify any misconceptions that consumers may have um, we're doing our part even if that's minimal so Mm -hmm. uh, we want to expand of course to other colleges within the university and hopefully um, out of our state even to just advocate I think that's a big Mm -hmm. thing and starts with educating those around you 
Yep, yep. And I think, you know, a lot of times, especially in our society now, it's an us versus them mentality, and that's just not what it needs to be. You know, it's not, it's not an us versus them. It's, you know, we just want to help people understand where we're at, and we're more than happy to see where other people are coming from. Um, but just from an education standpoint, you know, it's important important for us to sit down and have those conversations that aren't always, you know, super comfortable. And obviously there's, there are a lot of misconceptions um, in our industry and there's a lot of things that, you know, get spread around, whether it be by media or word of mouth or, you know, whatever, that aren't always, aren't always true. So I think that, you know, as long as we continue to advocate and educate and uh, have an open mind, I think that's, you know, that's the way to go. We we tend to see a bit of, I don't know, we're greeted with a little bit of an abrasive mentality, I think, sometimes when we go in saying we want to educate, but it, it's not, it doesn't need to be that way. Right, yeah. I think another big thing, too, is just getting those um, <coughs> consumers um, the allowance to view daily practices that farmers and ranchers do mm-hmm. and just get an insight of course they have ideas and um I don't feel like they truly understand what we do from a day-to-day basis and given I, I couldn't see a 60-year-old farmer wanting to you know film or do social media and that's where kind of we come in and I can say this in relation to my dad and I and Oh, he's the most technically challenged individual <laughs> I've <laughs> ever met. Um, he's getting there. We're working on it. But um, I feel like that's where I need to really step in. And um, I know that so we run a cattle operation, a cow-calf, and I'm really proud of what we do. And like I said, I think my my part and my role is to really advocate for our business and um, be that next step in reaching viewers and letting them know what we do and what we're proud of and how we raise cattle. So absolutely, yeah. I think you know that's a big thing. And another thing that we kind of run into in this industry is a lot of it is, um, you know, this is the way my granddad did it, so this is the way I'm going to do it. And you know, I think to an extent that can work, but unfortunately our industry is changing, it's growing, society in itself is changing and growing and is very different, and so I think that we kind of have to adapt with that, and with that comes, you know, it is the age of social media, and so that's how people talk to each other, that's how they communicate, you know, that's where they get their, their information from, and so if we are not willing to open ourselves up to those avenues, then we're going to be left behind and we're going to run into more issues um, than we have been in terms of, you know, those misconceptions and those um, wrong ideas that people have about about our industry. And, you know, it's interesting when you talk to people that aren't necessarily involved in the um, everyday aspects of ag and it, it's interesting to see kind of their perceptions and and where they're at because it just really puts in a perspective kind of, you know, not necessarily, I, I do think there are a lot of, um, like, ways that we're trying to get out there and trying to advocate, but just there's such a lack of ad- advocacy and education about, you know, the day-to-day stuff, and it's, it's mind-blowing to talk to people um, and kind of hear, like, what they really think goes on in our industry. Yeah, 
It's, yeah. a, it's a little bizarre. <laughs> it is crazy. I think that leads nicely into um, especially meat products mm-hmm. and claims and um, really how consumers value those um, label claims. Mm-hmm. And both Kendra and I have gone through BQA training, and um, that stands for Beef Quality Assurance, for those of you that don't know. Um, and this is just really the verification and certification process that producers can um, obtain and there's an online training there's in-person trainings Um, gosh there's a lot of things that are talked about under that Mm -hmm. Um, but in turn it's really to maximize consumer confidence and (laughs) consumer perception of um, daily production practices of (laughs) producers and cattle operations um, to create safe and wholesome products for for the industry so I don't know I think those type of verification programs are becoming more adamant in operations um, in terms of not only quality of the product but um, profit comes with that and I know money is a big driver in a lot of industries and it most definitely is in one of ours, so um, we're beginning to learn more about in school and um, just seeing claims in the grocery store of how how big that industry is going to get. Yeah, absolutely, and I think, you know, we could spend a whole episode on BQA in yeah. a, of itself, um, but there's so many protocols that go into, you know, raising these animals and making sure that it's, it's sustainable, you know, not only... Um, in a welfare um, light, but also, you know, for the environment and for farmers and ranchers and consumers. There's so many things that go into that. And, you know, we could get carried away here and talk about that forever. But, you know, you you look at um, programs like BQA that kind of focus more on the live animal side of things. And then you look at HACCP that, you know, focuses more in the plant and there's just so many things that I think people don't even know those exist no you know and I think you know it is beneficial that people understand you know this the people that are raising these animals I mean that's their livelihood you know so they're gonna do what they can to take care of it to the best (laughs) of their ability um you know and I just think that it's it's important to to recognize that there are so many programs, which maybe we'll do an episode on, you know, some of the different different programs. Oh, um, yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, like, labeling and stuff, it is, it is interesting, you know, even looking in the stores, um, you know, we here, we shop at Costco um, down in Timnith um, for our personal stuff, but it's just interesting going into the grocery store and and seeing these labels and you know we know what they mean because we've been through the education and we've been through those programs um you know that have really helped us break down what that means but you know just because you see something that says natural on a product I mean what does that mean people don't people don't know what that means and so I think that's that's another another really interesting thing that we can look into is just people's perceptions of, you know, what those actually mean. I mean, I think we've become pretty health conscious, especially in the last 20 years. Um, yeah. And, you know, people people will put those, prioritize certain labels above others in terms of 
um, health, but it's not always, you know, what they think that they're putting in their body. And so I just think that, you know, education's huge, huge, huge. Yep. Another thing that I think is important um, is, and what I, Kendra and I have talked about this and what we want to do is, um, whether that be through a club, through the college, um, and visiting high schools or elementaries, um, and talking to the young kids and really just open their eyes to the world and get them interested and, um, we want more people like that in our industry and people that want to learn. And um, I know Kendra, I can speak for her. We are both willing to do that to educate those if they have any questions and get them to, you know, come out and see the cows. Or um, I know that Beef Checkoff did a like chef class where Mm -hmm. little kids came in and cooked meat products and different dinner um sides you name it and then they were able to go home and tell their parents uh, this is what we did today this is what we cooked can I cook at home Mm -hmm. Um, and I think gosh those little boogers are (laughs) the strongest little um people for definitely word of mouth and just even believing them they're such good little liars and it's not that they're going home and lying but um they just have a strong voice and that whether we think we value their um comments or not um it definitely opens my eyes gosh I hear kids talking uh, yeah. I'm like where did you pull that out of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. but I like it yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yep. Yep. you have an imagination that's yep No, and I think those, I mean, it's really important, obviously, to focus on those younger generations because they are the future. I mean, at the end of the day, those are going to be the ones that, you know, continue on um, our industry and decide, you know, which way it goes. And Mm -hmm. so I think that it's important that we focus on them and we really um, target our education to those younger generations because at the end of the day I mean they're they're the ultimate factor that's gonna decide what happens to our industry and you know it is it's funny kids are the best like they're so easy (laughs) to get excited and you get them excited about something and they'll go home and tell mom and dad and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters and you know that's what we need we need that you know people who are excited excited to be learning and um, growing and you know, kids are usually pretty open to new ideas, and so I think, you know, it's important that we we don't discount um, their value when we discuss education and advocacy. And, you know, I think it's also important to talk about the fact that just to be in ag, you don't have to come from ag. I mean, no. I know you mentioned you grew up on cow-calf operation, but I, I didn't. I... Um, I was born in the city, and then when I was about 12, I moved to Nebraska with my dad, and and um, I actually got involved in FFA in um, high school, and that's kind of how I got into ag. Um, I started my own hog operation, um, and we had a dairy cow for a little while and <laughs> the occasional beef steer and whatever, but our, our hogs are really what has um, taken off, but... 
you know, I, I consider myself pretty heavily involved now, but I mean, I didn't grow up that way. So it's just about, you know, what interests you. And there's so many different opportunities within this industry to get involved. I mean, there's, I, I can't even go on about how many different aspects there are to this industry. I mean, there really is a place for everyone. Yeah. So just getting people educated about that, I think is important. Yeah. Like you mentioned, there's so many different avenues, and that's one thing I'm struggling with right now, um, going to school, trying to figure out what I want to do, <laughs> and though I don't need to have a certain um, idea or job in mind um, and be set on it for the next 60 years, I understand that, but it's it's tough because I have an interest in meat, and mm-hmm. then I have um, interest in live animal mm-hmm. side of things, and People are like, oh, are you going to go back and work on the ranch? And, you know, that's not my first priority. And I would, um, honestly, if it came down to it, I would would definitely go back to the ranch and run our operation um, with my dad. But I'm wanting to expand a little more and see where else I can um, make a difference. And um, that's not to say that I can't go back home. And I do still go back home and help him, so... Um, I think that's just a big issue mm-hmm. I'm having, and I'm, I mean, we're ju- juniors, have about a year left, we're a little ahead, so it's getting a little <laughs> scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> down to the last second. Yeah, I know, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here, yeah. um, but I think we just need to go out on a limb and try things, and um, I know some industry professionals have come into several of our classes and have spoken it opened my eyes. I said, whoa, I didn't even know that mm-hmm. existed. Um, yep. One of them being IMI Global, and mm-hmm. that's a whole other deal, verification process um, that we can dive into later. But um, it's helped that those people have come out and explain their um, lives and what kind of initiated them to enter into the industry and pursue what they do. So... Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm kind of in the same spot. I went in um, going want, wanting to do um, large animal medicine, um, but it's hard. I, I really, you know, our professors here are really great, and there's there's a lot of different expertise, and they're all really good at what they do. And so, you know, I, I'm super interested in repro. Um, I really like the quality assurance on the live animal side of things, and so it makes it tricky when you have so many, um, you know, amazing people to learn from, uh, and there's so many parts of this industry that interest you, um, but that's, I mean, that's a good problem to have, so, yeah. you know. And then we're definitely fortunate with our yes. <laughs> struggle, yes, right, absolutely. our current, yeah, hiccup here. <laughs> yep, yep, but yeah, I think, you know, it is, it is important to, um, recognize that there's there's just so many different parts of the industry that all have to come together and um you know there's a there's a place for everyone in ag so right yep um I think diving into current day we have some things planned for um next year aside from just school um through block and bridle we're gonna head to the national western stock show and um I think we're helping with the Beef Council booth, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, so if you're at Stock Show, please come and say hi and 
Um, we'd be happy to talk to you. Absolutely. And yeah, and I think the other thing is, um, you know, if you have questions, please reach out. We would love to answer any questions. No question's a stupid question. So, uh, yeah, reach out to us and let us know. Um, we'd like to eventually maybe get some, some forms around campus for students in and out of the college um, to, to answer and um, really just you know, we want to make this as inclusive as possible. And so if there's something that we're saying on here that you're not understanding, like shoot us an email and we'd be happy to happy to clear that up. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to get some guest speakers on coming up and have yeah. some neat opportunities. So yeah, we're just in the beginning stages of this. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were talking this afternoon, like, oh my goodness, we need to hop on our podcast yes. again. And we just have been so busy and haven't had a time have the had the time to <laughs> to um do this so we're happy to be speaking with you guys today and like Kendra said we'll we'll put our emails um in the description and let us know what you want to hear about um certain topics that mm-hmm. like Kendra said you have questions on or are we are more than happy to look into it um ask professionals if we need further um advice or context in something um but yeah we're so happy you're here and give us a thumbs up yes please please. (laughs) (laughs) we hope we'll do this more regularly yeah um because i really enjoy this it's fun to talk and um share that with kendra absolutely we talk about it on our own um almost every day something in ag that's going on and uh I think we just need to share that with you and make it a habit so yep Yep. yeah well thank you for joining us and again send us any questions comments anything you guys want to hear about and we'd be more than happy to get it done and put it together in an episode so perfect all right thank you yes we'll see you next time on bridging Bridging the the gap gap. (laughs)